0: You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network.
1: another horror vein. And uh, I'm Robert Massetti. And uh, this is a special episode this week. Don's very excited about it. Uh, We're going to be talking about Night Night of the the Living dead. Dead. But before we get into that, Uh, We're going to go over a little bit of uh, the news that was happening this week. Um, I know you were a little excited to hear that uh, the Quiet Place writers are doing another movie produced by Sam Raimi. That's... Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's... um, they don't have a title on it. Uh, they don't know what it's about, but uh, they just that Sony picked it up, and uh, they're going to be making this movie. So pretty interesting. Uh, they don't have a, a, a director yet. They just have the writers. Yeah, so they're, they're they got the same writers from a quiet place that are doing this sci-fi movie that uh, supposedly has this um, this really cool ending but that's all the information that they had and Sam Raimi's producing it and um i had found found that because of the um there's this new um website that basically you can watch movies on your phone and i'm trying to find the information on it right now but um they they're doing that that TV show called uh, 50 states of fright i don't know if you saw that trailer um It's on the uh, Horror Vane Facebook page and uh, on the Twitter account. And I wasn't, I had heard a lot about it, um, but then I saw the trailer and I'm like, really excited to see this. Um, It looks really good. And what's really, I don't know, interesting or kind of (laughs) weird is that this new, you know, uh, it's kind of like a new Netflix, but it's not like your typical Netflix it's actually designed to watch movies on your phone and that's I thought was kind of (laughs) weird but you know I know a lot of people that watch movies on their phone and I'm like I'm not a big fan of it because I'm a filmmaker and I want people to see a big screen and you know get the full effect but I know people are busy and sometimes they're at an airport and they want, you know, to watch a movie and you know, it makes sense. It makes real sense and uh but you know, I was but then I to have an actual, you know, platform that's designed just specifically to watch movies on your phone was I just thought was I don't know if that was innovative, but I was it was weird, but that's just me. Yeah, and that's on this only on this platform, and I can't remember. The name. Yeah, so that was the big news this week. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's called uh, Quibi, Um uh, But this was the big thing because Sam Raimi's producing this, and it's so and the and those writers have a couple things in that. From uh, a quiet place, and the trailer, um, they show you know bits of all these different segments, and um, I was like, "Wow, this looks good! Looks really good." It, 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 it the only way it differs from Netflix is that you can't get the app on your TV; <laughs> you can only get it on your phone or your iPad. That's it. Yeah. But it's like four ninety nine a month and you can watch all these different shows. There's T V shows on there and stuff like that and Yeah. I know that I was like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess it came out in April. April sixth. And uh yeah, fifty stage of fright. So check it out, folks. <laughs> Yes, if everything goes right. If everything goes right. If our leaders get everything straightened out, who knows if that'll ever happen, but, you know. But, you know, there's a lot of movies now. uh, They're saying that they were supposed to come out in the theaters, and now they're releasing it on video on demand. Uh, The biggest surprise... And this isn't a horror film, but Rise of Skywalker came on Disney Plus. I was like, "Holy cow!" And they released the final episode of uh, Clone Wars, and I was totally blown away on that. And it was a great uh, fourth. <laughs> I, I was, I was like, totally blown away. But that's enough about that. Moving on here, um, and then I just wanted to go over uh, movies that came out today on Blu-ray uh, since it since it is Tuesday, but by the time people listen to this, it'll probably be Friday. Uh, I haven't, haven't seen any of these movies, but uh, Gretel and ha- Hansel. Um, that come. Com- I don't that, because there was another movie called Hansel and Gretel uh, about the two. It was an action movie with uh, the guy that uh, I forget the his name but it was it released like years ago but it was an action movie this movie is more of a horror based more on the you know the the stories the fairy tales yeah so yeah Uh, people said it you know it's dark and um it looks really great it wasn't like the best horror film but uh had some had some cool stuff going on in it Um, and then The Lodge, which I didn't know anything about, uh that that just came out. And then they did a steel book edition of Tigers Are Not Afraid. Uh I guess that's a foreign horror film, it's a dark fairy tale. Uh never saw any of those movies. So just to let people know, that's what came out on Blu ray. Helen Hunt. Wow. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. Maybe I'll try to check it out, too. Yeah. Never really seen Helen Hunt in a movie in a while. I think uh I think the last movie I think the last movie i seen her in was Twister. I mean <laughs> Yeah. I so I'm I'm assuming, you know, she doesn't probably doesn't look as cute as you used to, but you know, it depends. I guess it depends on the woman. Some, you know, women age well, and then there's other women that really don't, they turn into men. (laughs) I I look at some of these, you know, these women, you know, that you see in these older movies, they're so hot. And then you see them today and you're like, what happened? Did they get hit by a truck or they take male hormones because they look like a guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, thanks. Thank you for that, Don. We appreciate that. You're so informed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's okay, you can go. You son of a bitch. You. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. All right, sizzle chest, calm down. (laughs) So this week, uh, since there's not too much in uh, horror going on this week, we are going to talk about, in length, about the film Night Night of the the Living living dead. Dead this and and this just so happens to be don fisher's favorite horror film of all time don or is this like uh perfect okay so so just to give people a, a little background just in case i mean it I can't see anybody not knowing about this film, but, you know, just in case. Night of Living Dead. This was made in 1968. Uh, it was an independent horror film uh, directed by George A. Romero, co-written by John Russo, and um, had a budget of only $114,000. Can you believe that? And that film grossed $12 million domestically and 18 million internationally earned more than 250 times its budget it gained critical acclaim and was selected in 1999 by the Library of Congress for preservation in the film registry national film registry as a film deemed culturally historically and aesthetically significant wow Led to five films between 78 and 79, also directed by Romero. Inspired several remakes. uh, Most known uh, was the 1990 remake that Tom Savini did. So, wow. This is, you know what I, what I, um, and I'll I'll let you talk a little bit, but, um, you, you would send me this link about this uh, behind the scenes of them interviewing George Romero and, you know, a lot of people that made Night of the Living Dead. And I, I found it really interesting how they just started to come. You know, they said they wanted to make a movie. They've been doing a lot of commercials in Pittsburgh and they just decided to go, hey, let's make a movie. And they originally were going to do a comedy um, it was when they originally wrote the script it was called like uh I'm trying to find oh it was called it was originally called Mo- the monster flick and they were going to turn it into a horror comedy and then in that interview it was interesting they were said that they were you know thrown away you know thrown around ide- ideas and they said the one idea that everyone liked was a horror film <laughs> um and then they got 10 people together to give, six hundred dollars each so they originally had six thousand dollars and then they found out that that wasn't enough and they got uh some more people and they got another six thousand and they said that wasn't enough and then eventually they raised the 114 thousand which they say is the equivalent of approximately 850 thousand you know in today's dollars so that's that's a pretty big budget for an independent film um but it's still small (laughs) so that's the lead-in and i'll let you talk a little bit about it oh so you didn't know about it okay
2: Yeah. Well,
1: but before we get into more of the making of it, um, tell tell me when you first saw the film. Well, when when did you first see the film? Do you remember? I I I I remember. Um, I was very apprehensive to see the film. I know it was around everywhere. Um, when I was in college, um, my teacher. Had a, I was taking uh, film history, and my teacher was a huge horror fan. So he would show a lot of horror films in the class. And the one horror film he showed was Dawn of the Dead. And um, I was familiar with George Romero, but I really wasn't. And uh, I'd never seen Dawn of the Dead. Of course, that was because the hype around you know the gore in these films um never really interested me and I was like, I don't want to watch a gore movie. And I didn't really think there was anything to it until I saw Dawn and I went, Yeah, it's gory, but there's more to it you know, than just, you know, zombies going around. There's there's more to these to this film and I really liked it. There was a lot of insight to uh what's going on in the world and everything else. Um and then so that led me to go hey i want to see night of the living dead and that's when i saw it and i was like wow this is just as good (laughs) as dawn you know i saw dawn first yes yeah
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, so okay. So it's not. (laughs) Did you did you did you have any apprehensions? I mean, of seeing the film? Were you interested in seeing it? I mean, it was. Oh, okay. So that was that's so surprising when you saw it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it Yeah. And and that's and that was one of the things that got me. It was like, okay, how many times have you seen this before? You know, someone's getting chased by either a killer or a zombie. Um, but what's surprising about the film is like, okay, they, she gets to the house and you're like, okay, she's stuck there. And then you find out that there's people downstairs. And 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 it really adds this new dimension to the whole film is because of these people downstairs. And this is where the film gets really interesting. And, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's the 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 characters are so right are so thought out. Um, it really takes a simple story and really makes it interesting. And it's and it's not about. And then you have the zombies on top of it. And um, and then you find out that the film's not really about the monsters outside of the zombies. I mean, they have something to do with it, but you find out that the real monsters are inside already. <laughs> And, and it's a typical situation that anyone could find themselves in in a, a life and death, death situation. And that's what's interesting about, I think, all of George Romero's films is that he kind of you know, tackles that in different ways um, where I don't think other filmmakers ever atta- uh, attempted that. It was always about, okay, there's a monster and he's chasing you and that's it. You either get killed or you survive and there was nothing more to it. Um and that's why I think it was so uh a, a film that was really inspiring to uh filmmakers and into the audiences and that's why they love it so much. It was because of that.
2: Yeah.
0: Know to she
1: dead, you know? I mean, yeah, it the it's it's full of uh, ironies, and the one the one thing that really gets me in the film is uh they're trying to fill up the gas tank in the car. Which they keep, which is ugh, just you know simple things to make it just genius to create tension in the in the in the story. So they they're trying to find they, they they oh there's a gas tank out back oh great, but it's locked oh we don't have the key we don't have you know we can't find the key they're looking for the key can't find it. They get there and then you know being an idiot oh I'll just shoot the thing off and <laughs> he blows everybody up. And uh, and it's not until later in the film that the main character finds the key, and he starts, you know,
2: (laughs) yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because you have to remember. Yeah, but you have to remember the 60s um, that, I mean, they showed a naked body um, and then they're showing what they say is cannibalism um, with them eating entrails and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of audiences hadn't seen that. I mean, it was like, um, I mean, look at Psycho. They had never shown a, a, a toilet and that was a big thing in a film. You know,
2: Yeah. Right. Yep.
0: Yeah. Into
2: other types of, you know, English faces and, and different and thing. It just, they about, uh, you know, with all this fire with ben and the torch, you know, somebody is bound to get lit up, light up, you know, lit on fire. Yeah. they they just had, I think reason, put on like five, six, you know, layers of clothing and they just lit on fire. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which we were talking about last, last week about movie scores. And uh, that has a lot to do with it. I mean, it really sets the tone of the film. Um, I mean, I, I think even with a, a mediocre soundtrack, the, still, the film would still be fantastic. But, um, yeah. that And that's uh, kind of a running thre- theme through all of George's films. He's got these weird soundtracks that really kind of make you... F- feel off kilter in the film already <laughs> I mean I, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Bill Hintzman. Um he what a really nice really nice man um, they're all wonderful yeah and you could see that in the pictures and uh, behind the scenes stuff and um, but yeah, Bill, I, I, I mean, he was, I mean, I'd seen him a lot and, uh, became a staple at, uh, at a horror convention down here in, in Florida because, uh, he would be there all the time and he would just talk to everybody. He wouldn't, you know, take pictures and yeah, yeah. He would always be dressed up. Yeah. Always, always kind of as a cheerleader for George and even when George finally did show up at the at the convention and, uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. And, and, and George too. I mean, he, you look at and it's a, it's a shame they're you know, they're all past, but, um, let me tell you something, you know, here's a guy that is everyone knows his name yet. This guy still had problems in his entire career to raise money to make more movies it took him 10 years to make it to raise money to get dawn made after the success he had with night of living dead you know the guy um did not you know when he passed away he wasn't a rich man you know and i I know a lot of filmmakers like that you know they're they've had success but you know they're not rich you know they're not swimming in money (laughs) a shame. It really is a shame. So keep going, Don. What what else did you want to talk about this film? I mean, I I mean this it's just it's just so dark. I mean it's, it's just, it, and, you know, they about
2: <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you know, it 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 really the ending really makes sense because it goes along with everything in the film because it, the whole film's like that. There is no bright side to this film. It's all, it's all down. It's all them trying to overcome. They try to overcome, and then when they overcome, it's still not enough. And then they try to do this, and it's like, it it, it you. You could relate to this film in any situation. You can even relate to that film to what's happening now. It's one thing happening after another. And it's it's this, this monster's coming at you. And you're going, okay, I think the best way to handle it is to do this. And then when you do it, you find out that that, that doesn't work. <laughs> and they're trying to get to another location. And it's like, is that really the solution? They don't know, but that's what they're told.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But you know, it, it it you don't really even need it, and it's you know it's good that they have that backstory in there, but that's not really the um the main issue of the film. There really is no. And this is with all the zombie movies. There really is no, oh, bright, happy ending. And that's what makes the films intriguing, is that no matter what you can do, it's like you might have a high point and you may have done this and you've done that, but is it? are you really ever safe? <laughs> and it's, that's just why the genre has lasted for so long, and I think, you know, uh, the TV show um, Walking Dead. Wow. Brain fart. Um, I mean, they they kind of go into the fact that, you know, this is what it could lead to. But where, you know, life gets back to normal to where it was before. But it went, it, but the whole main thing is that all these movies, there is no happy ending.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: It, it, right and and the and the struggle for the basement and then he ends up in the basement and it, and it saves him <laughs> and until he comes until he comes up which is all this irony in everything that happens in the film um because it makes sense he's like arguing about oh if we stay up here we got room to move and we can if you get stuck down there there's nowhere to go but he ends up down there No. it anything. They didn't think, you know, they think maybe a few would have
0: seen it or they would have seen it. They'll, they'll go to a and really to they these, you know, of and that's the thing. It's
1: that they just to make, you know, what can oh, not And. and
2: yeah what yeah yeah
1: Well, yeah, and I I don't think they were looking at it that way, um, and and the and the thing is is that I know that the script um, they weren't crazy with the dialogue, and they were pretty much ad libbing the dialogue throughout the entire film because they didn't like the way it was it was um, written, yeah, so they would just put themselves in the situation and and I, I me being a director I kind of like that because then you're getting, an one, you're getting an honest performance, and two, uh, sometimes when an actor's thinking as a character, they'll come up with something different that you probably couldn't even come up with while you were writing it. Really in the moment, then, um, right, and... Exactly, yeah. But the, but the you get the the feeding off each other effect and that works so well in a film especially if you have talented people and obviously they had the talented people and
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: and they and they had the movements for the for the zombies down, and I don't know, I can't tell you how many movies I've seen where they had zombies and they just can't get the movements does and it takes me out of the film for whatever reason uh you know whatever George did to direct the actors and make them do what they did um really worked yeah and
2: and
0: that's
1: it. Right, and 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 there was no, and there wasn't like I, and I think this is what probably helped them with that. There wasn't any films that they could go, oh, let me watch another zombie movie.
2: Yeah, right.
1: No, I. I I really can't. I can't imagine the film in color. I really can't. I think it was a great. I think it was a great choice for him to shoot it in black and white. It adds to it. It really adds to it. Yeah, because they used used corn syrup, or uh, no, they used uh, where was it? I don't know. Bosco's chocolate syrup is what they used. Bosco's chocolate syrup. <laughs> same it's the same it's the same type of 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 film It, it in in the way it was made it was a low you know low budget and look at the class look at the classic film that came out of it you know that's another movie that made a lot of money um they didn't have a lot of money to make it but it made a lot of money and it started everyone's career and and it really went against and it set the, the tone for all slasher movies where Night of the Living Dead set the tone for all zombie movies. And everyone and look what happens. Everyone jumps on the bandwagon and you see all these other movies come out just like it. There isn't anybody that went, let me try to fun, let me try to do something different. And that's what John Carpenter did. And look at how look at the success he did. Look at what George did. No, but those are different. And 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 that's the thing. They're different movies. They're not. They're not trying to be a a, a continuation of Night of Living Dead. It's a completely different movie. A completely different situation. That's why they work. You know, there is, it is not a sequel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> The zombies. And, and that's an interesting observation where if you look at people that are into horror films, they look at the movie differently than it's, let's say, somebody that's not a horror fan. Because they're going into the movie already scared because they're not a horror fan because they don't know what to expect. And then they're going to concentrate on the most terrifying things and not really look as the, at the film as a whole because of the preconceived notions that they have about watching a horror film. Where, yeah, so a horror fan going in to see Night of the Living Dead is going, well, you know, I've seen zombies before. And then all of a sudden they get this interesting story and they're like, ooh, this is cool. It's not just about the zombies. You know, I like it because of the zombies, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're all and you're excited about it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, yeah, I used to play Pong. <laughs> oh, absolutely. it's like
2: yeah
1: no no it's like it's like i try to tell people like um you know classic monsters or like nasferatu you look you look at you look at nasferatu it's a silent film black and well it's black and white but they colorize certain scenes but you know, there's no sound and people are going, Oh, there's no sound. I gotta read subtitles and what what is this? You know, you look at the classic monster movies like Frankenstein Dracula. You know, Dracula is very it's it's very even that kind of a silent film, there's a lot of space where there's nothing going on. You just hear sound effects. And and then and then of course they're black and white and then so all the preconceived notions of, Oh, I've seen, you know, the remakes of all these movies in color and that's this is an old film. I I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's like, come on, you got to open up your mind. You got to look at the film for what it is, and you may actually like it if you open up your mind a little bit. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the bats look fake, but yeah, they're in a, they're in a castle and. Yeah. You know, I think
0: about the I star I too. So, I, you know, I, I,
2: just, I, I, I really keep saying this and I'm maybe
1: when I was a kid, and it was more <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. They were for me too. Yeah. Practical.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, thank God they didn't go back and try to improve the film. They just left it alone. Oh, I didn't. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Was it originally filmed or they filmed it after? Oh, okay. That's that. Why does it, why would he even do that? (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then the fact that, um, they go and get a distributor. And the film's originally called, uh, was it Night of the Flesh Eaters? It was originally called that. And then they changed the name to Night of the Living Dead. Now, they when they originally had the film, Night of, Living, uh, Night of the Flesh Eaters, they had a car- copyright notice underneath it. So the distributor, when he changed the name, just put Night of the Living Dead on it and didn't put the copyright on it, and that's where it came into public domain it was a mistake by the distributor <laughs> oh boy did they ever but i think because it was readily available that more people got to see the film and could appreciate it more and i think that really in inadvertently helped george in his career so kind of an, ir- an ironic thing <laughs> about an ironic movie yeah yeah I just I feel really lucky to meet George I felt real lucky to meet Bill Hintzman uh, I didn't get a chance to really meet anyone else from that film but you know it's what's uh, cool No, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a, it, it, it. The thing about the film is that you, it's one of those films, and it's hard to explain unless you see it. But it, you can tell it's a low budget film. But it's so intelligent that you look right past it. You, you, you look. You, the it, The film's obviously has some flaws in it, but. The, the 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 story and the way it's written and the way it's acted and all the situations, you look right past it. It's it's really it really is amazing.
2: Yeah. 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 So, the car, so I know in the documentary they, about they had two
0: cars. So they had one that it was all and it wasn't it was a scene and then you know, you can
2: like, tell. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz I mean when they when they when Bill um Hintzman comes in as 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 the first zombie that you see um he ends up killing uh her her brother and they do this you know typical horror thing with the lightning on his face. Yeah. And obviously it's not raining or it's about to rain or whatever. It's just this cliche thing and um it's like okay, you're like, oh well, that's not real. But it, the movie grabs you again, and you're you're following her, and you forget about it. And it's that's those little things where you go, ah, what the hell is that? But then the movie just takes you, go here, look at this, and then you forget about it. <laughs> I'm just talking like little cheesy stuff where you go, you go, that's cheesy, but. Then you're, you're you're whisked back into the film, and then and then you got to look at the fact that you know here, you 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 make this movie and you probably didn't really have a lot of I mean they thought about it and didn't think it was gonna do anything, but then you make this classic and then there's that that pressure of okay you made this classic that everyone's talking about it's successful and then you're gonna make another movie so now it's like and I know how I I know how that feels so and then you look at Dawn and a lot of people say Dawn is really good and some people like it better than Night of Living Dead and you know it's a matter of opinion but you know, he how how do you deal with that pressure? <laughs> Same thing with Carpenter. Carpenter makes classic, but the guy's still talented and still makes these other classic movies he come The Fog right after it. Pfft, another great movie. You know? So when somebody's got talent, they have talent and they it just continues to go. You know, it's just it's amazing. It really is amazing. I I think it I mean believe me I've seen I've seen night a lot. I've seen dawn of the dead a lot. I've seen day of the dead a lot. Um and I I like all three of them. Um I'd say night is my favorite. Uh but dawn of the dead is really a fantastic movie as well in the mall. There's some there's Uh that's the movie where they're underground which uh I heard that they're supposed to be turning that into either a television series or another movie. I read about that. Why why I don't know, but uh <laughs> and then you look at Land, Land of the Dead. I I I went to I went to the premiere on that. Um again, it, it, you know, the pressure of trying to make another great you know, zombie movie. Um, obviously not his best work, but it's still a really good movie. I like it a lot. I own that film. Okay. So, I think I think you would have a a, a really good, uh, even more appreciated uh, the the other films as well, since you like this film because it's it deals with a lot of the same um, issues. You know, like Dawn of the Dead, there's a lot more going on um, in that film, and you have to watch it several times to really, I think, appreciate it. It's the same thing with Night. It's like, you know, the first sitting, you're not going to get it. But the more sittings that you go through, you go, oh, you you pick out things, and you go, oh, wow, look at that, and this really works, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, even the, you know, the remake of it that Tom Savini did – it's different. It's the same. It's different. Um, and there's certain aspects of that film that I like better than the original, but it still doesn't come close to the original. Um, but it's kind of refreshing to see little, you know, improvements and little things that they added to it. Whether it works or not is up to you, but um, it still, as a whole, works really well. I I, I like it. So... That, Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm not trying to take that away from you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's because it Well, I I think it's because the, the premise is so simple, but they make it like they said, it's they wanted kind of a documentary style and it and like and it just everything makes sense. You know, when you put people uh that different in a situation, it really makes it interesting. And then you and then you add the uh the zombies in there and everything else and it just Yeah, and they're different statues. Well, you you got you got the different you got, yeah, you have the different like the the guy in the basement has a lot of money, you know. Um, the 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 lead actor's just just uh, an average Joe, and then you got the the people in the farmhouse, uh, which I they don't have as much money as everyone else, but then they're opening up their house to all these people. You know, and one guy's taken over and then he's like, well, this is my house. You know, who do you to say that's your basement? It's not, you know, that's what I liked about that, too, is that all of a sudden he steps up and go, what are you talking about? That's not your basement. It's my house. Well, it's not your house. It's your uncle's house who's dead. But right. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, but, but they're, but you know, every and what's really cool is that everyone thinks they're right and they're all wrong. That's really the, what the film's about. They're in an impossible situation that they don't know that they're in. They think they can get out of, then they can't. Uh, which is the irony of the film is that when when help does arrive, <laughs> everyone's dead, and the one sole survivor gets killed because they think it was a zombie. Totally believed it. Yes. but then you can look at it as a racial thing too. So you could debate that. Because it was the it was the south, but I don't know. It, it it that's what makes the film so interesting. You could sit there and debate that film for for days.
2: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he has to be right.
2: right
0: you and you and and like i to with the just on each other yeah
2: yeah No. Yeah. you know, the characters well? it well? It's all about Yeah.
1: It just goes back to the fact that money doesn't take care of making a good movie. It's, it's... And I tell I tell people this all the time, and I tell filmmakers, I say, they go, oh, I'm trying to raise a budget to make a movie. Did you work on your screenplay? Well, you know, we did a couple. Make sure your screenplay is top notch, because that's what's gonna matter. Not About how much money you have, what kind of camera equipment you have, if your script sucks... Your 40 million dollar movie is going to suck. Your 10 dollar movie is going to suck. This is total proof of it. I mean, you know, obviously George knows how to make a film, but it really comes down to the fact that if you don't have a good screenplay, if movie's not going to work at all. Period. Right. It's just like everything is relatable in the film. You can relate to the guy that you hate in the basement. You can relate to, the you know, the average Joe that's running everything. You can relate to the girls. You can relate to everyone in that film. You can relate to it. Yeah. And then, and then the dynamic, right? Yeah. The and then the dynamic of someone has to be in charge, and if like I'm the boss up here, you're the boss down there, you know. But we're in a life and death situation. We need to have all our options. But of course, he doesn't see it that way because he has to be right. So now you're putting everyone in danger because you're an asshole, and yeah. So it, it works so great. That's basic, basic screenwriting. It's that conflict, the conflict.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to make it a documentary feel and they they really accomplished accomplished that. <laughs> Yeah, I was excited about it too.
2: <laughs> no, it...
1: Yes, I must see. Even if you are even if you're not a horror fan, if you could just you can close your eyes during the the gory parts or the zombies, but Right. No, <laughs> this is not the Wizard of Oz, okay. So, Night of the Living Dead, uh, Don Fisher's favorite movie of all time, and favorite horror film of all time. (laughs) So, if you haven't seen the film, see the film. If you have seen the film, see it again. If you don't own the film, buy it. You have it? I have have to check that out.
2: of the film. And one of features It's Yeah.
1: Oh cool. Awesome. <laughs> you can't tell it all Don. You can't tell it all. You can't. You can't tell. So no one. No one can tell. No, it's called. It's awesome. Giddy it's a schoolboy. No, it's awesome. That's <laughs> that good. So, so ladies and gentlemen. I uh, hope you enjoyed this special edition of Horror Vane. As we talked about *Night of the Living Dead*, and uh, obviously you can tell Don's enthusiasm, and I, I am enthusiastic about this film too. I, it's it's really good. But uh, if you uh, continue to want to listen to this program, uh, we would appreciate uh, if you come onto um, the Apple Podcast page and you know give us a review. Uh, Tell us what you think. Uh, It really does help us out. Um, And, of course, you can come and check us out on our website at uh, horrorvane.com. And you can contact us there if you have any questions or if you want us to, you know, review a movie that uh, is your favorite movie. And we can sit there and talk about that. So, again, uh, Don Fisher calling in from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, I'm Robert Massetti from Orlando. And uh, we'll be here next week like we always are. And this is another horror vein. We love you. And uh, we'll be seeing you next week.
0: You are listening to the Fear Film
2: Studios Podcast Network.